The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's time to go prop shopping. Take out those grocery carts. Let's do some prop shopping. And please make sure to return your grocery carts back into oh, the, come the on, area Ed. where it's supposed to go. You got to. <laughs> don't just leave them out in the middle of the parking lot. Come on now. I don't think Let's Ed was here for your confession. Yeah, I don't think Ed was here for your confession oh, about being wasn't. Yeah, about being a non-grocery cart returning person. Yeah. I I am the jerk who leaves it right in the middle of the stall next to the, my car. Do not put grocery carts back. Not my thing. We need an intervention. Not my thing. Not my thing is a crazy way to say that. Can't be bothered. (laughs) Stealing things. Yeah, and now that I have a kid, I'm just such a savage. Like, I can't be bothered with putting this back. I'm going to do whatever I want. Leave this here. Maybe it'll hit some cars later. I don't care. Not my problem. I cannot wait for the day that Hawk's car just gets smoked by By a random grocery car. And she's going to come on this show and be so heated. She's going to put out an APB for this person. And then it's going to be like, well, I I do have a story about that. So this was before I was mom. I had took my brother's kids to Target and I'm getting them in the car. I barely know what I'm doing. And the grocery cart starts rolling down and hits another car. And the lady started yelling at me and I'm like freaking out. 
Maybe, I don't know, Aaron. Maybe Instacart, maybe. Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe that's the only shopping cart you should be around right. these days. No. I actually only use Instacart. I also, like, lose my wallet and driver's license. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. Instacart is good for me. I can't be bothered with grocery I can't imagine, stores. like, going grocery shopping with a child. Like, I can barely go grocery shopping mm -hmm. by myself and, like, not forget things. Yeah, so... It's right. a horrible experience, and then you end up buying, like, cupcakes and balloons and things you don't even need just so your kid is happy and you can get out of there in peace. Terrible experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or or say you're, you're cheap like me and you bring your own bags with you because you have to get charged a, a dime a bag. Nah, you just, you just hit that so... zero button on the bags at yeah. the self-checkout. You kinda just like, got to hit that yeah, zero button. It's kind of like oh, the uh, yeah, paper towel yeah. on the bottom bottom rung of the shopping cart that you just kind of oh, forget I about. I that again. I have, the two for one I have no yeah. issues hitting the zero paper. on the bags. No, like, brother, it's such you a made-up thing. Big Jewel does not need the seven cents no. for the bags. Seven cents. It's ten cents over here. Also, no, the, also I'm pretty sure the attendants like bags. wouldn't care if you like punch them in the face on the way out. Like those people, I feel bad for them. Yeah, they don't look like the happiest people <laughs> in the world. Yes, going from violence to that, that's good. Anyway. I always like it when it's like a teenager working there. I'm like, oh yeah, they're not red. Careful, hawk for anything. <laughs> Phrasing, yeah. <laughs> Eighteen plus, obviously. <laughs> Right, Still freezing, yeah. probably. exactly. <laughs> Jeez, come on. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen, all here with you as we kick off hour number two. And before we get to our divisional weekend prop shopping, got to let you know about a Twitter poll that we have just posted at BetQL Daily. Please make sure you are following us if you have not done so already. Our Twitter poll question is this. Which of these NFL position groups left in the playoffs would you power rank the highest? We've got the 49ers weapons. We've got the Ravens secondary. We've got the Chiefs pass rush. Or you can vote for the almighty other. And then please write in who you would like to see so that we have a better idea of who you guys think uh, could be one of the great position groups. So please make sure to go to at BetQL Daily on X and uh, cast your vote and make your voice heard. All right, so now let's get into some prop shopping here. And let's start with the Texans and the Ravens. Baltimore, nine and a half point favorites here. Uh, moving down to nine, as a matter of fact. Uh, total has uh, inched down just a little bit to 44. So as you look at the prop market here, Aaron, what stands out to you? Hmm. It's a good one. I wasn't as dialed into this game, but I am tempted just to look at CJ Stroud and Nico Collins, because if they're going to stick around in this <laughs> game and even cover this number, I mean, with the great quarterback play that we're getting from CJ Stroud, like I wouldn't be surprised if they can co cover this large number. Um, so I wouldn't overlook this Texans team, even though they are young and, uh, you know, we keep saying it like CJ Stroud got another challenge check. He rises to the occasion, you know, every time. Now the prop is pretty high when I did last look at it. Let me double check his passing yards. Make sure. I believe it was like 71 and a half around there mm -hmm. for Nico. Yeah. Okay. And then Stroud two forty. Three and a half, um, 242 and a half. I'm seeing there's even a 248. So this is wow, all over the place. I would bet this now, um, over he can easily go over that, but this is also a very, very good Ravens defense. So, 
Um, gosh, I was he had 340 something earlier this year against a good defense. Uh, so he's obviously or was that in like the 500s? Remember when he had that crazy game? Uh, was that against? Guys, I want to say it was like October. Was it the Titans? Maybe. Um, let's see. I'm looking it up right now. I was also I was off on Nico, or it got bet up. I see a 78 and a half and an 82 and a half. So, uh, goodness, some higher it was numbers. 470 there. against Tampa Bay. I remember. Oh. I mm-hmm. I was a little off. I said 500 something, but yeah, he had, he went off with five touchdowns that game. So he's definitely capable of doing it against some pretty good teams. Um, but it does seem like a sharp number. I would still go over. Uh, if you think the Texans can cover, he's going to have to go over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- totally. Like the rushing attack for the Texans, like with Singletary, guys like that. Like it, it can be good. It has been good in spurts, but the only way that the Texans keep up is if CJ Stroud goes nuclear, which he can, like he absolutely can. And as far as the rookie argument goes, like maybe it's just Mm -hmm. not enough, but I do think at a very minimum, he will be at an average level, which means, you know, something to the effect of having a ton of yards, I think makes a whole lot of sense. And it's funny that we're talking about Stroud because I also looked at a prop for him that I wanted to get your thoughts on Aaron. What if C.J. Stroud does not throw an interception? Despite the fact that I am waxing poetic about all the great things that this Baltimore secondary can achieve, I do wonder if Stroud is just protective just enough to where he's not going to throw a pick. He's not going to throw into tight windows. And maybe it's a more conservative game plan, or if, say, somebody can blow the top off the defense like a Nico Collins where there's like five yards of separation, yeah, he'll throw there. But otherwise, he's not going to take too many risks. And in that respect, I am seeing plus money for him not to throw a pick. What do you think? Well, one, I don't think he's going to be nervous, you know, and like Mm -hmm. rattled by this situation. He already played this team once already, too. So I, I think both you can't really look into that too much, but it's not like it's a new situation for him. Um, and I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to back down. Now, if they are really playing from behind, I could see him trying to force some things and him throw one. But he has been so disciplined and so good that he hasn't thrown an interception in six games. So you mm-hmm. got to go back. He did throw three. <laughs> against the Cardinals and that was November 19th before that uh, after that zero so I like that I I actually do like over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 150 more though um that might be one okay. of my favorite bets for him I do like the, the plus price either side of the interception prop at plus 130 I like if if that was the price on the over I would take that so under I still like I love the price on that under like no interception at plus 130 I think that's a great price the Ravens run defense has been beatable especially on early downs like not great like bottom third of the league so I'm wondering it is a low number on Devin Singletary, so I'm wondering if he like if it turns into a you know a blowout, then obviously the game script goes against you. But 57 and a half seems like a reachable number. But the one I have circled, Texans have allowed the fifth most receiving yards to tight ends and five touchdowns. But are we getting Mark Andrews or are, like is he fully healthy? Like that's what I'll be watching this week because I think if he is back. It might just be sort of like Laporta last week. Oh, we don't know what we're getting. No, they're going to go to their guy that dominates um, against the defense that right. 
they they can beat him with. And so I think the same could be the case with Mark Andrews, but either of their tight ends I would look at depending on health status and all that, and you might have to go up to game time. There are no numbers posted for those guys, which makes sense at this point, uh, but that's the main angle I had circled in this one. Even if Andrews plays, isn't it worth it to maybe play likely because his number will probably go down and Andrews might just be out there as a decoy? Yeah. I had a similar pro- process with Laporta last week, and I believe the uh, – but, like, I mean, it was a dark – Brock Wright is not Isaiah likely. Like, that's not a good comp. Um, but, yeah, there there is that – and especially it's not like likely is just this plug-and-play guy. All right, well, he's the backup tight end, so he might get a red zone look. No, he has been, like, a legit threat for them. So, yeah. Lamar be, loves him. Yeah. And, I mean, now he's used to it, mm-hmm. so that could definitely be an angle there if you're getting a bargain price on likely. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And Jake, I'm glad you brought that up too, because even though the Ravens have not played just a ton of 12 personnel, in fact, they have one of the lower rates in the NFL. I also trust the infrastructure with the Ravens to where they can play more 12 just because they're, they're just that far advanced and that much smarter than everybody else. They can find ways and look, they have an extra week off to prepare, right? Like they probably knew what the timeline for recovery was for Mark Andrews. And so maybe he's just a decoy, maybe he plays limited time, whatever it is. But still, though, those formations can be foreign enough for this Texans defense that they are less likely to be equipped and prepared for it. And sometimes just having a unique look can make a defense do some very wacky and unfortunate things. Likely first touchdown. Oh, geez. Could. I mean, if you're getting. Wow. Yeah, if Andrews is up, I think that's definitely worth looking at. (laughs) Okay. Good deal. 
Uh, how about we move on now to the Packers and the 49ers? Right now, San Francisco, nine and a half point favorites, still a high total of 50 and a half. What props are you shopping for here, Aaron? This one, it's a similar process as C.J. Stroud. I was on both these guys last Friday in lightning bets um, to go over their passing touchdowns, and it both both of them hit. So I do find it interesting that both C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love, these young um, quarterbacks who are playing so well right now, are playing really good defenses, but their value is so different. Like C.J. Stroud, you're getting plus money on the over one and a half passing touchdowns. Well, Jordan Love, it's minus 114 is the best number. Some some books have it even worse. Jordan Love's passing yard prop, 246 and a half, very similar to Stroud's as well. But I, it's just a similar thought process here. If these young guys are going to be able to cover um, against these really good teams that they're facing in elite defenses, they're going to have to be passing the ball, and I think they'll go over mm -hmm. this. I think this is low. They're, they're both capable of it. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I'm with you there. I think that makes a whole lot of sense. And it is probably a, a slightly similar uh, approach when it comes to, say, looking at this 49ers offense. Brock Purdy's longest pass completion is set at 39 and a half yards. You're going up against mm. a Joe Barry defense, boys and girls. Lots of explosives available for you. Lots of great targets available for you. Whether it's to George Kittle or Ayuk, it doesn't matter. I got to think there are at least a few bombs available for Purdy. So I think he will hit one that is at least for 40 yards. And the Packers run defense. And the Packers run defense. Just stays bad. Just stays bad. So, I'm, I'm like, is it just as easy as CMC over 87 and a half, like, rushing yards? Uh, so, that's, I mean, it's chalky, but it's tough for me to see him not getting there. But, oh, we're doing Packers receiver roulette again. I was all over Jaden Reed last week against the Cowboys. Zero catches for zero yards for zero everything. But if you want to go galaxy brain, maybe Matt LaFleur, who knows Kyle Shanahan and has worked with him, is like, you know what? I'll show you Dobbs in this game, and then I'm going to hit you with Jaden Reed when you don't see it coming. That's the best case I have for Jaden Reed. But, like, I, how do you even evaluate these receivers? How do you pick one? Is it just ran? Like, are you just firing a dart at Dobbs over 36.5, Reed over 40.5? I mean, Wicks over 35.5, Dobbs and Wicks obviously got in the end zone. Like, how do you guys even approach the Packers receivers? Or do you not? Mm -hmm. I worry that this was just fool's gold from last week and that severe regression is coming. Like, I don't believe it in my heart of hearts, but I also want to be prepared for that. So in that respect, I, I would be a little nervous. Plus, you know, this is a different challenge where this 49ers defense, they're going to come prepared. Like, they've seen what the Packers are trying to do. And the Cowboys, it was a really, really big mistake in terms of how they prepped for, say, heavier jumbo packages, things like that. So I I probably won't touch Packers receivers personally. Uh, super quick, uh, Chiefs, Bills, Buffalo, two-and-a-half-point favorites here. Aaron, what do you like? Yeah, so as I was doing the power ranking stuff, high on the Chiefs' defense, Legereus Sneed absolutely shut down Tyreek Hill. It had me thinking, what is he going to do to Stephon Diggs? If Sneed can contain Hill to 62 yards, I like under 64 and a half for Diggs. I like that one. We will circle back to some more prop shopping later in the program. Meantime, this is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM. 
Brad Spielberger will join us shortly to give his favorite sides for the divisional round. That's coming up on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.